we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm excited to be here. It is a lovely Friday, and I have to say I'm wearing a dress right now, and that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> I'm recording this in the summer of 2020, and we are, you know, still self-quarantining pretty diligently, I would say, in the this household. And uh, well, listen, I should. I should probably clarify. I'm not wearing like a prom dress. This is not. This is not a gown. Um, there is no tightness. There is no waistband. If I'm being honest, this could very easily be a nightgown. So I probably shouldn't be like congratulating myself too, too hard. But it feels good. It feels good to be a little bit more put together than like my usual, you know, podcaster chic sweatpants ensemble. But yeah, it's a Friday afternoon. I'm recording some episodes, and then I think John and I are going to do a little bit of an at-home date night. I think we're going to pick up some delicious tacos from Suerte. If you live in Austin and have not been to Suerte yet, you must. Um, we're also, I believe, going to grab a bottle of wine. We haven't been drinking a lot um, in general. We, we're not huge, huge drinkers, and certainly not in quarantine. But you know, a nice, a nice bottle of rosé sounds pretty delightful right now, but that's that's just me. So anyway, today's episode is, I, I think you're going to like it. <laughs> I, I mean, frankly, I hope you like all of our episodes, but what I want to talk about is this connection between your body image and the way you show up at work. And I'm going to tell you a bit of a story because I've been through it. I've definitely been through it. And here's what I have to say about it. I didn't start Nutritional Freedom because I was like so excited by the idea of helping women 
eat more vegetables, exercise consistently, and like drink lots of water. <laughs> I mean, those are all great things, the, the veggies, the exercise, the water. It's all, it's all good. But that's not why we do what we do. We support our clients as they do the very hard work of first ditching diets in terms of both diet habits and diet mentality. And from that place of healing and with a totally new mindset in tow, we then focus on their approach to health habits to create a truly sustainable approach. Now, what I really love, what's really fun, what really gets me like fired up and energized is the downstream effects of this work. Because, and listen, if you've dieted for any number of years, then you know this to be true. Dieting takes up so much space. Most of the women who join NF have been dieting for at least a decade, whether that's you know going on kind of formal diets like, like Weight Watchers or counting calories or just simply you know, being in this constant pursuit of weight loss, they've been doing it for at least a decade. For most of them, it's something that started when they were in their teens and maybe even before that as young children, as young girls being aware of their body. And fast forward to today and our, our clients are spending, you know, our, our clients when they join us rather, are spending so much time on food. They're thinking about what to eat, what not to eat, how much to eat, when they should eat, when they shouldn't eat, meticulously curating these meal plans that they only follow Monday through Friday. Like, again, if you've been there, you know the drill. They're also spending so much emotional energy on it too. There's so much drama (laughs) in their relationship to food. They're, you know, like walking on sunshine when they're being good, and I'm using air quotes over here. This is when they feel like they finally have their lives like fully in order and they're like, yes, I am killing it right now. But then they're hit with something, whether that's a period of extra work, extra stress, maybe a wedding, you know, a birthday, even just like a regular old weekend. Something comes along and it all falls apart. They're, again, air quotes, off the wagon again. And along with that comes the draining emotions of guilt and shame. So when all of that stops, when our clients step off the hamster wheel of health, as I call it, or this pendulum swing of all on and all off, that approach to health, there is so much more space in their lives. They have more time, more energy, and more emotional bandwidth to dedicate to what they actually want their lives to be about. You hear me in the intro of every episode here talk about living in alignment with your values. This is it. That's that's the work. That's the result. Okay? So that may may come in the form of like starting to date for the first time in years or starting a family or paying off debt or getting involved in social justice issues. Or the area in which I see the most progress in our clients, growing in their careers. The energy and confidence that comes when you ditch diets and get healthy for good has such a positive impact on our career-driven clients. So they quit jobs that they recognize as toxic. They pursue promotions that they finally understand and acknowledge that they're worthy of. They start the side hustles they've been dreaming of for years. I'm literally like smiling my face. Like you could, you can probably hear it. I'm smiling because I'm 
thinking about actual women and their actual side hustles and actual businesses that they've launched after going through NF with all the time, the space, and the confidence that has been freed up from that and the work that they did through the programs. Because their thoughts and feelings aren't tied up in food or body concerns, they get to put that energy into, again, living a life that's fully in alignment with their values. And that, that is what I love about the work our clients do in NF. Again, it is great. It is so great to create a more consistent and sustainable approach to health. It is really important for so many things, for your longevity, for your long-term health, for your lab values, all of that. But again, what I get more excited about is what that approach to health ultimately makes space for in your life. Okay? So I want you to think about how your relationship to food and how your body image affects your work specifically. So I'm going to share a story of my own. I'm going to try to keep it brief. We don't need to do all the the details. But I will say that at one of my old jobs, it became known to me that there was a photo of me in circulation. And it was actually sent out by a coworker along with a text that said, yeah, and this girl supposedly only eats vegetables. My ass. <laughs> that is what, what she had to say about me in this photo and my body. So as you can imagine, this was very upsetting to me because I do eat a lot of veggies, but I definitely don't claim to only eat veggies. I have never and, and likely will never go vegan because I like burgers like way too much. <laughs> yeah. I can laugh about it now, but actually it was horrible. Like I remember this wash of shame that came over me as I saw screenshots of this text exchange. I felt in that moment like I reverted back to this like sixth grade version of myself who'd just been called Miss Piggy by an eighth grader on the school bus. I felt in that moment like so small and also too big at the exact same time. I remember going to work the following Monday, walking down the hall thinking, is this what everyone is thinking? This thought of like, am I thin enough to do this job? It came to me for the first time since I was like deep into dieting back in college. And fortunately, I, you know, I'd done so much of my own self-worth and, and self-confidence work at this point that I was able to talk myself down from some of these self-sabotaging thoughts. And I could literally feel that shame starting to lift as I started to share the story with friends, family, even other coworkers who were super supportive. And once I stopped being ashamed and like sad for myself, because I was. I was I felt I felt pretty bad for myself um initially. But after that, let me tell you, I got really angry. I knew that other women saw this exchange and that they were probably on high alert for how they were being judged for their bodies at their jobs. And with that in mind, I ultimately decided to confront this person about what happened. And 
I don't know if it made an impact to, to be totally honest with you, but I, I hope that it did. You know, as, as women, we are socialized and conditioned to hate our bodies. And that often comes out sideways as an attack or criticism of other women's bodies. And I know now that this body commentary probably had a lot more to do with how she felt about herself than it had to do with me or my body. So all of this is to say, I have been there too. Not feeling at home in your body can affect how you show up at work and how well you do your job. And this is true regardless of of the trigger, whether it's a result of something that actually happened at work, you know, similar to, to my situation, or if it's a feeling that's rooted elsewhere, maybe just a feeling that has clung to you throughout your life. You may find yourself spending like over 30 minutes in the morning getting dressed, trying on different outfits, settling for something that you feel like remotely decent in. Maybe you end up even like showing up late to work or you at the very least start the day already feeling defeated. Maybe the way you feel about your body and think about yourself means that you don't speak up in meetings or go for promotions or other opportunities because you quite literally don't want to be seen. I've said this in the last few episodes, but I will say it again because I mean it. You deserve to feel at home in your body and not just at home, not just with your family, not just with your friends, not just with your partner, not just alone. You deserve to feel that way at work too, no matter where you are in your body journey. You don't have to love your body. You don't have to feel positive about it. You can feel accepting. You can feel neutral. You can respect it, right? No matter how you approach your body, you deserve to feel respected in your body and you deserve to respect yourself in your body. So I want to offer you some reflection questions to better understand what may be happening with your body and your work, kind of exploring what this kind of cause and effect or or just the relationship is here. So question number one is, what triggers body-related thoughts for me while I'm at work? As I've mentioned before, we've been uh, what making an, an entree into corporate wellness, which has been really fun and, and new for us. Um, but oftentimes, the impetus to bring us in is diet talk. Diet talk in the break room, diet talk in the lunchroom, diet talk among coworkers. And, and maybe that's changed now um, as, as most of us are working from home. But listen, you can, you can diet talk over Zoom. You can diet talk over Slack. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe it comes up through like comparing lunches, you know, kind of similar idea here. Or maybe you have that experience of, again, you're spending so much time getting dressed in the morning, just trying to find something that is comfortable, that you actually physically feel comfortable in. And then you spend the rest of the day worrying about how you look in that outfit. So again, question number one, what triggers body-related thoughts for me while I'm at work? Just garnering some awareness here, okay? Question number two, if I felt more comfortable or more at home in my body, how would I show up differently in my work? If I felt more comfortable and more at home in my body, how would I show up differently in my work? 
Then if you want some actionable strategies to actually do that, to improve your body image and to feel more comfortable in your body, go check out, I believe it was a few episodes ago, um, all about the three components of body image and and kind of how to how to take action here. Okay, go check that out. Question number three, another kind of exploratory question is, how has your relationship with your body changed since working from home? Maybe it's improved because you're not around coworkers. Maybe you're not around as much diet talk um, or you're not, you know, dressing for work. Or maybe it's gotten worse. Maybe you're feeling isolated or you're not as active or you're not as um, kind of structured in your approach to nutrition and health now that you're working from home. Or maybe like a coworker was your accountability buddy when it came to, to going to the gym. Or maybe you've got a gym at your office that you're no longer able to go to. Just exploring. Just exploring. Exploring without judgment from an objective, honest standpoint. Now, I would love to hear your stories. <laughs> I would love for you to, to join me in this vulnerable moment. Um, if you want to send me a direct message on Instagram, maybe share what's going on with you and your body and your work. I would love to know what's coming up, what your experience has been. And that's all I've got for you. Thank you so much for being here today. Send this episode to a friend. Share the Nutritional Freedom podcast with a friend who, who could use some extra love. All right. And if you were feeling extra generous, you can always leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I check nearly every single day because I love, love, love reading your feedback and what you have to say um, through the reviews. So that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> Date night awaits, right? All right, have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next week. Bye. 